my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another magical, mindful, maniacal Monday morning, friends, for Torch Report 332. We'll be talking about the sad demise of American values, why our nation is no longer united on our basic founding principles. I mean, come on, look around. You know, everywhere we look these days, we see conflict. We see disagreement. We see bickering between opposite ways of thinking. Now, the question is, is all of this just normal human behavior? Has it always been this way? People bickering and bantering and all that. Uh, and we just never really noticed how how much of a problem it is or or could there be something else going on here? Something that is intentionally driving this division. And of course, uh, if you, uh, <laughs> if you're anything like me, which I, I don't know that you are, I mean, we may have some similarities. I don't know. Uh, but my instinct indicates that something's up here. Something's got to be going on. People are just at each other's throats. This doesn't just, just happen. You know, most of the time people want to live and let live and get along and, you know, go along to get along. So why, oh, why is there all of this, you know, this, this vitriol, this, this vicious sort of bickering and of course, I'm sure you have sensed this for yourself. You know, this, this is a very tense situation here. It doesn't take rocket science to observe the obvious fissures and the fractious divisions that are tearing our country apart. Uh, matter of fact, in a series dubbed Divided America, uh, Divided America was put out by the Associated Press uh, attempting to explain the problem of American being so divided. And they, they, they base this on, <laughs> get the, on their unmatched insight. I mean, nobody has greater insight than the Associated Press. And according to the Associated Press's unmatched insight, they say it's no longer just Republicans versus Democrats or liberals versus conservatives. You know, it's it's the one percent versus the ninety nine percent. It's it's rural versus urban. It's white men against the world. <laughs> These people, they say it's it's climate doubters who are clashing with believers. It's bathrooms that have become battlefields. Borders are now the battle lines. Sex and race and faith and ethnicity. The melting pot of America seems to be Boiling over. Divided America, they say, is a multimedia series that explores the divisions confronting Americans in their communities and their politics. And of course, the AP's unique position in every corner of the country makes for an unmatched insight into the economic and social forces that are driving the American discourse. Now, take that for what it is. But the melting pot does appear to be boiling over, does it not? I mean, the problem is not that the melting pot is boiling over to me so much. The problem is that too many frogs are still in the pot. Too many peasants are still in the pot. You know, most people have yet to grasp that all of this division is being intentionally stoked, that it's not just for the purpose of stoking up strife and division, but it's actually stoking this strife and division to spark a revolution. And, of course, some people might 
you know, they they think, oh, well, it's a cultural revolution. You know, I mean, it's just it's natural. Things evolve. Culture changes. That's what it is. Right. But personally, I prefer to call it what it is. You know, it's a communist revolution. You know, drum roll. Boom. The commies are taking over the world. You know, we've discussed this at length. And this is precisely what we are enduring. I mean, there's really no doubt about it. If you look at what's going on, all the techniques, the commie tactics coming straight out of the communist manifesto, um, the commie mind control techniques, all of it, friends, it's there in the torch report. Now, in an effort to better understand exactly how they are pulling this off, I think we need to dig into the philosophies and the strategies that are being used against us. And my my mind here is that if we understand how they're doing this, we can then use those strategies uh, against them. At at the onset here, we're going to get a little bit deep. There's going to maybe be some unfamiliar terms. Uh, Lots and lots of links in the report today, friends. But at the outset, there are two things I think are important to keep in mind. Number one is that thinking our country has never been more divided is not entirely accurate. There have been many episodes, not the least of which is the Civil War, uh, the, the 60s Cultural Revolution, all of that, that, that our country may or may not have been as divided. So there is some level of perspective there. It, maybe we think it's as more divided than ever before, but in reality, it's not necessarily. Now, two, the second thing that's important to keep in mind is that our society is being prodded through sequential steps of conscious transformation. And these sequential steps of conscious transformation, these are in fact predictable. And this predictability, I believe, is the chink in the armor of the great progressive zeitgeist. You know, it's it but <laughs> before we get into all that, I wanna I wanna throw a few facts out on the table here. These are some things that are out there. I kind of floating around through the the nebulous in the back 40 of my mind this this all comes together it's all part of the great reset this specific conscious transformation strategy is being used to disrupt every sector of society and not just in america all around the globe uh but specifically here it's being used also in the banking system now, I know there's a lot of talk out right now, you know, oh, the European banks are they're going to have a systemic crisis and all this kind of stuff. I put a link in the in the report today to an article that's titled The Post-Pandemic Socially Conscious Transformation of the American Banking System in a Digital World. Uh, the Post-Pandemic Socially Conscious Transformation of American Banking in the, a Digital World. That's the title of an article put out by the Brookings Institute. And it's promoting a public banking option that's being piloted and administered through the United States Post Office in cahoots with the public-private partnerships and the Federal Reserve. And the, the purpose of this social conscious transformation is to solve the problem of unbanked individuals, unbanked, it's funny, you know, uh, suffering from economic injustice. All of this is setting the stage for digital currency, by the way, if you go and read that report, but the, what I want to, why I want to put that out there on the table is because it's the conscious transformation. Remember, Obama said he's going to fundamentally transform America. It's a conscious transformation. Even in the banking world, it's a conscious transformation. Unbanked individuals need economic justice and therefore we need digital currency. That's how it's going to go. Okay, it's conscious transformation. That's the strategy that's being used. 
Uh, second thing I want to throw on the table here is the National Institute, the National Institute for the Transformation and Equity. I'm sorry, the NITE, <laughs> the National Institute for Transformation and Equity, is promoting the SALT model. Now, that sounds clever. You know, it's social action, leadership, and transformation. And they're using the SALT model to indoctrinate socially conscious leadership in American universities. And they're using this, to, uh, doing this to form a cadre that facilitates, quote, to facilitate transformation to achieve justice, end quote. It's the same language. Uh, justice, transformation, conscious transformation. By leveraging a series of seemingly harmless surveys, the NITE, the National Institute for Transformation and Equity, is developing, quote, collectivist orientations, end quote. <laughs> you know, they're developing collectivist orientations. Basically, they're reorienting American perspective at the institutional level, at the, the teachers, the professors, with a proactive philosophy about catalyzing cultural responsiveness with this transformation in consciousness. Now, it's kind of crazy, friends. There, there are innumerable examples out there, but all of this, these are just two examples of what Marxists call dialectical materialism. Link there if you want to get into it. But dialectical materialism is the root philosophy that is being used to uproot and displace American ideals. It's being used to transform public consciousness into a collectivist hive mind. This strategy, friends, it, it, <laughs> it comes out of uh, Hegelian dialectics. There's a bunch of stuff here, but the method, it's a method of argument that uses contradictory processes. It positions positions opposite sides against each other to create this tension, uh, a thesis and an antithesis and then the synthesis. And this, they roll through all of this process. They create a problem, anticipating the reaction to then provide a solution. And in order to synthesize cultural shifts in consciousness, they, they have this whole system, I mean, broken down. It's been there for you know hundreds of years. And it ascends toward socialism in the name of the greater good. When you hear about conscious transformation, they're trying to make people think about the global values and being a global citizen and the greater good. That's the short version. <laughs> the point is that, again, these philosophies were developed in the 1800s, uh, complete with strategies to facilitate conscious transformation that ultimately uh, culminates in a communist revolution. That's, believe, that's the solution they believe is going to solve the supposed injustices and inequalities and all that crap. The thoughts are sophisticated enough. If you were to get into the uh, dialectical materialism and the Hegelian dialectics, uh, that they they appeal to aspiring intellectuals, right? College kids and and people who think they're woke and intelligent. They're like, oh yeah, I'm all. About, we got to use the dialectical materialism, you know, or whatever. And and simultaneously, it remains out of the grasp of the average everyday citizen because unless you were indoctrinated in an Ivy League institution, unless you've received countless lectures on the merits of Marxism and material dialectics, you are simply too ignorant to understand. You know, you don't know what's in your own good. They know what's best for you. And 
So they have this, this sense of intellectual superiority, you know. Friends, if you're curious about all of this uh, and you're a glutton for punishment, I put a a four-hour-long lecture on Hegel, wokeness, and the dialectical faith of leftism in the report today. So it's there for your perusal. Should you choose to chew through it, you would learn a thing or two. I've been learning a lot about it. Uh, but this is the framework that we're dealing with in a nutshell. You know, like we covered last week, this is how the quote unquote enlightened leaders are being trained to think. It's a process. It's a system of thinking. They believe that this way of thinking is infallible. If you recall from Torch Report 329, the great global story, they have been using these methods to produce significant changes in perception and consciousness. That's a direct quote for decades by leveraging overlapping sequential campaigns that drive wedge issues that force the public to adapt to the progressive agenda. And all of this is culminating in America right now with this sad demise of American values. So let's connect some dots, shall we? You know, in his love letter to America, former KGB propagandist Thomas Schumann, who uh, his real name was Yuri Menendevev. Anyway, he says, he explains how uh, he was, well, he was warning about the ideological subversion of American values, and he was explaining how the process of changing perception in the uh, the perception of reality in the minds of millions of people, it can happen on a massive scale. It's achieved in a four-step process. It takes about 30 years. Noting that the ideological subversion, of course, turns a strong force against itself so slowly that it's almost imperceptible. So the sense of what it means to be an American, I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free, and I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me, and I'll gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Friends, those values have gone away, but they've gone away so slowly, it's almost imperceptible. Which brings me to some disturbing statistics from a recent Wall Street Journal article that shows an absolutely astonishing decline in traditional American values over the last 25 years. From an article titled, America Pulls Back from Values That It Once Defined It, you see patriotism has dropped from 70% of people who think patriotism is important to only 38% of people now. 70% dropped down to 38%. Only 38% of the people polled believe that patriotism is important. Similarly, religion, a similar precipitous decline, you know, it's dropped from 62 down to 39%. Look at the charts, though, visually. And recall, you know, just we were just talking last week about the UN's Global Vision Local Voice Initiative. It was launched in 1997. Okay, so... Uh, <clears throat> What's his name? Thomas Schumann, you know, in Love Letter to America, he says it takes about 30 years. So we're looking at 25 years here uh, since the launch of 26 years now, the launch of this UN initiative, which groomed and placed telegenetic, you know, the, these picture perfect personalities to push the activist media strategies in the 24 hour news cycle to re redefine what news is. Remember all of that. We're just talking about it. We think about they said that and then. You look at these charts here and it's like, holy smokes, it's worked. You know, their strategies have had a profound impact on Americans' perspective. Is this not a picture-perfect uh, 
example of the ideological subversion that we've been warned about, friends. That's it. Just to me, it's like it's it's reach out there and smack you in the face. Holy smokes. They're doing it. Uh, We are in the midst and very close to the culmination of a communist revolution. And while many Americans bemoan the, the drifting away from Christianity and faith, and a lot of people are quick to connect the dots there between the drifting away of Christianity and faith and this precipitous drop in patriotism. I think very few, too few people have worked out exactly how they pulled this off. Like, okay, sure, yeah, maybe so. But look, how did they do this? You know, these charts are reflecting the ex- you know, exactly how. The, the, it's the dialectic dismantling of public perspective, which intentionally gives rise to the increasing vitriol and divisions that invariably fill the void of shared values. When we no longer share values, then you get this chaos, this cultural chaos, cultural rot and decay. This demoralizes and destabilizes society, our society, until it implodes, you know, or until its weakness invites a stronger force to invade or assimilate the dying nation. Friends, that's what we're facing right now. And what I want to make clear here is the how. How are they so profoundly changing Americans' values and perspectives? How? How are they doing it? And the answer is through the sequential steps of conscious transformation being facilitated by Hegelian dialect, you know, by the by the dialectic materialism, also referred to as the problem reaction solution model, wherein a problem is created to stimulate a predictable reaction so that a desired solution can then be implemented. Hence COVID-19, the great reset. But Hegel's genius here was realizing that this method can be applied to transform thoughts and consciousness, meaning they can be applied to transform the inner world, perception, perspective, just as effectively as it can be applied to transform political systems and society as a whole. You know, just to reiterate, friends, these ideas and these methods have been in use for over 200 years. You know, there is a science to it, and that's what we need to wrap our heads around. The psychological warfare, the propaganda, the brainwashing, the menticide, the mind control, all of these are just various manifestations of the same basic exploitation. Our minds are malleable. Our perception is fallible. This is part of being a human being. And lacking any awareness of these vulnerabilities, if we don't realize how malleable our minds are, how how fallible our perception is, then the average person is like a sitting duck for those who understand and deploy the dialectic tactics. That's, you know, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> ah okay, friend. You know, it's, it's so subtle and cunning. It, 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 the techniques are there. They've perfected and mastered it. The shifts in consciousness happen without most people even realizing their perspectives and values are changing. Most people are not even aware of the countless ways in which their language and terminology has changed, though I would say uh, this is really coming to light right now, the, the language and stuff with all the LGBTQ plus agenda, you know, all this absolutely ludicrous use of woke terminology, you know, all of that said, I think that's bringing this to light. But the fact that it's been in use for a couple hundred years now, I think we're waking up a day late and, and too late, you know. Right now, we're when we look around and we see all the the 
you know, the division and all that, it's a reflection of the advanced stages of the collective delusions that accompany the ongoing ideological subversion, all again being done with these dialectic tactics. And of course, none of this bodes well for the future, friends. <laughs> the sad demise of American values, a process decades in the making, is nearly complete. And the collectivist reorientation, turning Americans away from individuality and self-determination, leading them toward the collectivist hive mind, this has led directly to an exponential increase in dependence upon the state, all part of the plan. The woke ideologies that sprout from Marxism and material dialectics have roots that run generations deep. And just like an aggressive weed can overtake your garden, friends, so too can this mimetic virus overrun our national religious convictions, our national value systems, all of this. It's all intentional. And, of course, the reaction was predictable long in advance. The destruction of American values is nearing completion. As the chaos continues to accelerate and society continues to collapse, those who have been instigating this transformation are going to reveal their solutions and their true intentions. And by now, friends, I believe the wise have realized that this ideological subversion isn't unique to just an American problem, right? It, this is a global problem. And it's going to require global solutions from global citizens. At least that's how the story is going to be told, according to the global cabal and the commies who are taking over the world, friends. Uh, but as far as uh, turning the table here and using these techniques against them, that's something we're going to have to unpack in tomorrow's report. Until then, friends, remember that resistance is the spice of life and therefore resist we must. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart and click that heart. It's on the website or the sub stack app. If you have not subscribed already, please do subscribe and consider joining the Patriot Club to help support this publication. Of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this mindful, maniacal Monday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.